You're listening to Sourced with Stu Finer. anticipated Stu Finer podcast is here and here we go ready to roll I'm Stu Finer and you're fucking not so now I'm gonna give you a little history on me history on gambling history on my life and exactly what I'm doing right now so I'm gonna first start it off with How the fuck the world got the idea that you can make money gambling, especially betting on sports? Because here's the fucking reality of life. No one wins betting on sports. There's never been a winner born betting on sports. Now you could say, Stu, how the fuck is that possible? Stu, right now, as of August 4th, you've won eight straight best bets in Major League Baseball. You've won 32 out of 43 Major League Baseball best bets, which is epic, especially since my average take price is anywhere between $1.26 to $1.40. So I'm hitting right now almost 80%. That doesn't mean anything because... The bottom line is this. You better have the proper money management involved. You better be betting within your means. And you better be smart. So let's recap that. There's not a person alive that has proper money management. There's not a person alive that's betting within their means. And when you're talking about sports gambling, it is such an emotional situation that I would say nobody's fucking smart about it. So in other words, you could say, Stu, you're in a fucking industry that you're picking winners. You are the source over your Twitter feed over the last two years, over your Instagram feed over the last two years, over your Facebook feed over the last two years. You've picked 12 of 13 championship winners for free, for free including 12 of the last 13 championship games for free in college and pro football, college and pro basketball, and Major League Baseball. So in other words, how can you say that nobody wins? Well, let me tell you how it works. When you win, you piss away all the fucking money that you win. So that when you lose, you do not have the proper bankroll. And that's pretty much what I'd like to talk to you about. Because sports gambling is not a game that was made to win. It was a game to bet for the rich. For people that are established. For people that have fuck you money, giant money, big money. That have been established in life already. Whatever they've done for a vocation, 
They've established themselves. They're responsible. They're ready to roll with life. So when it comes to sports gambling, it's the exact same thing as going to a movie, going to a show, going to a play, going on vacation, buying a car, buying something that they can afford. So sports gambling is fun. Sports gambling was made for the rich, the established people to lose their money, but have fun in the process. Now, I'm not saying you never win. I'm not saying you can't win. I'm not saying that you cannot get on an unbelievable roll and score out. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is overall, there's two types of gamblers. There's a loser and he owns that. I bet on sports. I love sports. I love gambling. I love the fucking thrill. And I lose. Sometimes I win. Sometimes I can get on a roll. Sometimes I can absolutely score out. But for the most part, overall, if we're going to want to talk about reality, true reality, no one wins betting on sports. Because you cannot beat the game. It is not a game set up for you to win. It's a game set up for you to A, have fun, B, lose your money. C, understand that the the fun of the gambling, the fun of possibly winning, the thrill of the anxiety of the highs and lows of betting on a sporting event is enough. Now, when you take it to the next level where you have to win, you're expected to win, you really think you're going to win, Well, that's not fucking real. And my main point with this is society is destroying the reality of sports gambling. Because for some fucking reason, people think they're supposed to win. People think they can win. People bet over their heads. And I'll tell you why. People come to me and say, Stu, I need to win money to live I need to win money I want to do this for a living I need to win money I want to win money you're on fire I see your record and I really say to them are you out of your fucking mind are you really fucking retarded is there something really wrong with you because let's talk reality and let's talk reality right fucking now It is the hardest thing in the world to do to make money betting on sports. The hardest, second to none. Second to none. Second to none. So if someone's going to fucking tell me that the hardest thing in the world to do, they're going to beat, I'm going to say, bullshit, you're full of shit, you're not living in reality. So when you gamble, Let's talk about being responsible. When you gamble, realize you're going to fucking lose. Overall, you're never going to win. Overall, you have zero shot of winning. Now, is it amazing when you catch the hot streak? Fuck yes. Is it amazing when you are winning? Absolutely. 
Is it amazing? Do you feel like God? Do you feel like Jesus? Do you feel like Moses? Do you feel like Allah? Of course. Yes, you do. Yes, it's a high. Yes, it's unbelievable. But that will be followed by the reality of life. You will get fucking hammered. You will get fucking smashed. You will get fucking lost. And you will lose all your fucking money. Now for the people that are supposed to be gambling, this does not apply. For the people that have fuck you money, for the people that are rich, for the people that are responsibly have made their vocation in life and they can do whatever the fuck they want, doesn't matter. This is fun. They can afford to lose a thousand, ten thousand, a hundred thousand, and in certain cases a million. And they don't blink. It doesn't matter. But how many people in reality have fuck you money? How many people in reality can just lose money on a daily, weekly, monthly basis? Truth be told, how many people? Not fucking you. Not 99% of the fucking world. So now, with the advent of the internet and the advent of fantasy sports, children, men and women, are starting to bed at such a fucking young age and they're being taught such a horrific lesson like this is the way I'm going to win money. This is the way I'm going to earn. I know everything there is about A, B, C, D, E. I'm an expert in college basketball. I'm an expert in pro basketball. I'm an expert in major league baseball. I'm an expert in the NFL. I'm an expert in college football. Well, how about this? Big fucking deal. You could know every player on every team. You could have sucked cock on every player on every team so you could tell me how their semen tastes, what their asshole tastes like, who their wives are fucking on the side, who the husbands are fucking on the side, who the players are fucking, and I say bullshit, you'll never fucking win. Because knowledge has nothing to do with winning money gambling. Because if it did, there's brilliant people in the world that would have figured out how to win and no one has ever done that. And I'm talking 99% of the world has never done that and they never will. Then let's talk about, well, Stu, then we want to rely on you. You're an expert at picking winners. Now, Have I figured out a system that will keep everybody alive overall over the last 40 years? A hundred percent. Do I hit between 56 and 60% overall? Absolutely. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. How do you lose for 30 days in a row and not miss a beat? How do you lose for 60 days in a row and not miss a beat? How do you lose for 70 of 90 days in a row and not miss a beat? See, that's the trick. When you're winning, everything's beautiful. When you're winning, it gives you a false sense of security that this is a ready-made way to make cash which it absolutely is fucking not. It lulls you into a false sense of security that this is a way you're going to make quick cash 
quick money. You're going to hit and run. You're going to come in, catch a streak, and stop. Well, again, I call bullshit. Because I have known since 1979, because it's the only thing I've ever done in my fucking life. I'm a one-trick pony. I've known hundreds of thousands of gamblers. And they're all fucking losers. I've known people that are worth $100 million. And they're fucking losers. I know kids that are 13, 14 years old that know every player on every team, backwards, forwards. Every stat, every system, every trend, where they went to college, where they went to high school, where they went to junior high school, how they perform against team A, against team B, and they could rattle it off. And it means fucking absolutely nothing. It means nothing. It means zero. Because here's the bottom line. You have what's called the odds maker. And that motherfucker's job is to make sure the sharpest people in the world have as little edge as possible. So the people that study and work at this seven days a week, 24 hours a day, have an equalizer. And that's called the odds maker. Because that motherfucker's job is to level the playing field against the best and the brightest and the smartest sports gamblers in the world that do it for a living. Because if you're not doing this for a living, if you haven't had decades of experience getting your fucking ass kicked in, getting your teeth kicked in, losing all your fucking money and figuring out, wow, I better bet 90% less than I really want to. I better bet much less than I ever thought I wanted to. If I have a $20,000 bankroll, I can't stop betting 1,000 a game. I can't stop betting 5,000 a game. I can't take a shot for 20 grand because most of the time you're gonna get fucking wiped fucking out. And my rule of thumb is a real rule of thumb. And my rule of thumb, I would bet my children's eyes on because it works and it's worked for 40 years. And that is this. Whatever you make for a living, whatever your gross number is, I want to know your net number. Whatever your net number is, you can lose 5% per year on a 12-month cycle. Example, let's say you make 100 grand a year. For argument's sake, you net 60,000 a year. Okay, you net 60,000. So your maximum loss over a 12-month cycle is three grand. And that's fucking it. Well, you could say, Stu, that's not real. Stu, I want to bet more. Stu, you're wrong. Stu, you have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Well, if I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, who does? If I wanted to blow smoke up your fucking ass, I would. If I want to scam you and cheat you, I can. But that's not who I am. That's not what I fucking do. And at 56 years old, that's never happening. So I have blown up to an epic level over the last two years. And you know why? Because I am drop dead fucking honest. My integrity cannot be bought. Now, could it have been bought in the past? Fuck yes. Have I done things that are ridiculous? Absolutely. In the 80s and 90s, when I invented this industry, now, remember this. I invented this industry. I invented it, okay? I got into this industry in 1980. And the way I did was an individual who was before me in 1977, 
Ed Horowitz, may he rest his peace and soul, he died. Okay. Ed Horowitz was an accountant. And he made a million dollars creating a short-form tax form to do your taxes on that was quite simple. And he was quite brilliant. And he was way ahead of his time. And he used computers to really help him do analysis, whether it's taxes or whether it's betting on sports. And he had a pretty solid system and he used underdogs and he taught me how to use underdogs and he used against the grain and against the public. And he taught me how to use against the grain and against the public in 1979. But here we go. Certain times you get too big for your bridges. So certain times you go away from a system that's foolproof, a system that's going to win more than it's going to lose. Now, when I say a system that's foolproof, I'm talking a system that hits between 56 to 60% at a time. Now, nobody in Jesus Christ and God's name can hit more than that. They cannot. It is fucking impossible. Now, can you have a season that you do better? Absolutely. Can you have a couple of years that you could do better? Absolutely. On career years, can you do better? Yes. But overall, no fucking way, no fucking how, I call bullshit again. I'll fucking book you all day and twice on Sunday, and I've never been a bookmaker in my life, because you will lose all your fucking money eventually. If you think that you can hit between 56 and 60%, and you can hit above that, you're not gonna do it. You're, you're just delusional. You wanna believe it, you see people advertise much bigger than that, much better, you see people advertise... Let's say to people who are actually documented, actually real, and there are a percentage out there that are real, okay? The best they do is 56 to 60%. You cannot do better. You cannot do better. Now you could say, Stu, how about the people in your industry that advertise hitting 70, 80, 90%? Well, they're scams, they're whores, they're liars, and they're thieves. And I'm bouncing around a little bit. I just want to get back to Ed Horowitz. So in 1980, me and my pop were in my living room and we watched Ed come on a Friday night prior to the Super Bowl, prior to when the Oakland Raiders were a four and a half point underdog to the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, that was Tom Flores, his first team with Jim Plunkett. And that was... The Eagles team with Dick Vermeil and Ron Jaworski. And the Eagles were a four and a half point favorite. Now, my father grew up being a giant and a Raider and a Viking fan. But pretty much his passion was for the Raiders and the Vikings. And I only have one brother who passed away a little more than a decade ago. He became a Minnesota Viking fan. I became an Oakland Raider fan, but specifically an Oakland Raider fan in the 1970s, the early 70s. So I caught John Madden's only Super Bowl in 1976, and I probably would say that's the happiest I've ever seen my father in his fucking life because he hated the Steelers and he hated every team in the NFL, and finally the Raiders broke through. Okay, so now brings us to 1980, where everybody and their mother wanted the Eagles to win. The Raiders were looked at as a bunch of thugs, a bunch of hoodlums, a bunch of criminals, uh, dirty, cheaters, to do anything to win. And that's pretty much reality. And in the 70s and the 60s and the 50s and the 80s, football was pretty much like UFC, but with 
uniforms with helmets because anything goes. That's why right now when everybody says this quarterback's the best, this receiver's the best, they're not. Because in the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s, you could almost kill the fucking player. You could almost kill the fucking quarterback. You were able to take your head and try to break the motherfucker's skull. And the way the Raiders became so popular and so good is when you came over the middle defensively, they were going to put you either in the hospital or in a body bag. So when the goody two-shoes Philadelphia Eagles and Dick Vermeil and Ron Jaworski rolled in against the Raiders in 1980 and Ed Horowitz on national TV, NBC, They did like a sports update, and all of a sudden Ed Horowitz came pitching what he does for a living, what he did for a living, and now he has a system that picks winners on sports. And he gave like a four-minute dissertation on how the Eagles were going to beat the Raiders. And me and my father looked at each other like, is this jerk-off out of his fucking mind? Is this jerk-off claiming to be an expert and saying that the Raiders are going to lose to the fucking Eagles? And me and my father said, no fucking way. Never, nada, not in this lifetime. And we were right. And Ed Horowitz, who is an expert, was fucking wrong. The Raiders humiliated the Eagles. And the, the, the actual score of the Super Bowl doesn't indicate how devastating it was. It Raiders were tougher. They were more battle-tested. Uh, their defense was flat out fucking scary. And Tom Flores was brilliant, extremely underrated. He has two Super Bowls. He won in 80 and won in 84. And Jim Plunkett might have been the most underrated quarterback ever. He was fucking incredible. And uh, they had they, just both sides of the ball. They were fucking amazing. And they pissed on the Eagles. So, P.S., I said to dad, and I said to myself, if this jerk-off can be an expert and be so wrong... I'm going into this business. Now, little do I, did I know that I became an expert and certain times I was so wrong and I embarrassed myself just like Ed Horowitz did. So, it can happen. The best in the world can get fucking humiliated on a daily basis for a prolonged period of time. And it does not mean they don't know what they're doing. And it does not mean they're poor. Because it is a humbling business. Because again, I'm going to recite a reality, whether you like it or not, the hardest thing in the world to do is to bet on sports and win. The hardest, there is nothing harder. You have a better shot of being a rocket scientist. You have a better shot of being the best doctor, psychiatrist, lawyer ever than you do of being a winning sports gambler. Because at least in those other vocations, you could literally study and work seven days a week and get help. And you could really become those no matter what. I don't care if you're clueless. You could really do it. Because I believe if determination dictates your method of how you're going to work, then if you're determined, you could do anything. But if you're determined, you want to win betting on sports, you still have zero shot. You have none. You have none. You have zero. And that's real. And that is fucking real. So when I went into this business, I was taught by people. And I'm talking the old timers, okay? I'm talking Ed Horowitz, which although he got embarrassed there, really was an excellent handicapper in the 80s before substances and other 
outside sources just destroyed the man, but that's for another day. May he rest his soul in peace. I'm not going to bury a guy who's dead. And an individual named Bobby Cash uh, really taught me a lot. And again, my philosophy on life is this. When it comes to betting on sports, if everybody loses and if 80% of the country or the world or a sports gambler is betting the better team, because it really makes sense. If you look at the game, there's one team that's much better and there's one team that is dog shit. I was taught to always look at the dog shit because there's always value in dog shit. There's no value in excellence. There's no value in a premium team. Zero value. None. Never. Because A, the odds makers know that they can inflate the line on the favorite because people want to be comfortable when they bet on sports. People want to feel good when they bet on sports. So when you make a bet, you're not going to bet a dog shit team because you are going to be so uncomfortable you might not be able to even handle it. You might get sick. Your stomach might be in a fucking knot. So let's go back to my premise. If you're betting on sports, you want to have fun. If you want to have fun, you don't be uncomfortable. If you want to have fun, you don't bet a team that from the minute you make the bet until the minute the game starts, you're so fucking worried that you got to fucking drink 12 beers, smoke four joints, eat 10,000 calories before the game even starts because you're defeated before it starts. So my point is this, the world loses because the world bets better teams. The world likes to be comfortable, likes to be comfortable, likes to be comfortable. Well, here's the fucking bottom line. If you do not have the balls, if you do not have the composition, if you do not have the dick to be uncomfortable, then never bet sports unless you don't fucking care about your money. Unless you have fuck you money. Unless you have enough money to just consistently lose. But for the rest of the world, 99%, that's not the case. 99%, when you bet on sports, you get in trouble. It always ends bad. It might start off good. It might become great. But at the end of the story, it ends tragic. And you don't lose a little. You lose a lot. You lose probably tenfold more than you ever thought that you wanted to. You get fucking hammered. And then what happens is you chase. Because then you say to yourself, oh my God, holy fuck, what just happened? I just got fucking destroyed. Now, how can I make the money I just lost gambling back? The only way is to gamble. Because that's what you put in your head. You say, wow, I just lost it so fast. I'm not going to work for a living to make it back. That'll take forever. The only way to do it is let's do it a short way. Let's gamble. Let's double up. Let's triple up. Let's press. Hey, I can't lose eight in a row. Oh, yes, you can. I can't lose 15 in a row. Sure as fuck you can. I can't lose for a month straight. Absolutely. You can and you will. Well, after a bad month has to be followed a good month. No, no, no. Then you get obliterated in month two and wiped out in month three. And I just, and this is interesting because I'm going to be gut level honest with you. The worst thing that can ever happen to you is you win and win out of the box monster. Because then for the rest of your motherfucking life, you become a fucking idiot. You become a moron. You think this will happen again. 
And you will chase that until you're flat fucking broke. And I don't care if you have 100 million, 200 million. If you gamble hard and you start chasing, you will be wiped fucking out. No two ways about it. So you better be responsible when you're betting on sports. Because A, it's the hardest thing in the world. And B, it's extremely dangerous. And C, the reality of what you think of coming into betting on sports is so wrong, is so dead wrong, is so dead psycho, is so dead sick, it's like a fucking disease. Because you need to be level-headed. High school kids, junior high school kids, college kids, kids getting out of college starting a fucking job that are betting big, you're fucking retarded. It's not going to work. You're going to ruin your life. You're going to be an emotional basket case. You're not going to be able to handle it because you're not winning. You're not going to win. You can say, Stu, you're wrong. I've won. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Tell it to some other jerk off. Like I said, there's two types of gamblers. There's a loser, but he enjoys losing and he can afford it. No problem there. Never a problem. Bet until you're blue in the face. I hope you catch a winning streak because you're the right guy. And then there's a liar and a loser. A person who's a fucking loser and is a liar because he says he's winning. He says he's winning. Says he's wins overall. Okay, that doesn't exist. Because the professional gamblers, the real professional gamblers, the real best of the best of the best, don't tell anybody. Never tell who they're betting. Never would tell. Because first of all, it hurts their position when they tell. Because the line can go against them. The line, if they tell everybody what they're betting, the line's going to inflate or deflate based on what they're betting. So they don't want that. So truth be told, the best of the best of the best, the let's say the one in 10,000 or one in 100,000 that really wins, he's never going to fucking tell you. Ever, ever, ever. So then you could say, Stu, there's like 50,000 sports services out there, 100,000. Now with the advent of the internet, everybody and their mother is a sports service. Everybody and their mother has a website, is on Instagram, is on Facebook, is on Twitter. And anybody could be a handicapper. It's not regulated. There's no way to know what's going on. We could say, Stu, there's documentation services. Let me tell you something about documentation services. They're scumbags. They're liars. They're whores. They're thieves. Because they could be bought. You could say, Stu, that's not true. And I say, fuck you. It is true. Because in 1982, 1983, 1984, when I started with the sports monitors and sports monitoring services, they could be bought. And then I said, fuck you, I'm never documenting again. Because what they would do is when I got super hot, they gave out my games. And they were betting my games. And they were giving them out to people. And then these people were paying them. How about that? So here's the bottom line. And in life, this is reality. You trust no one. You believe nothing what you hear. Zero and half of what you see. And that's a cliche. You believe nothing what you hear and half of what you see. And I'm 56 years old right now. So why I'm so smart with knowledge, why I'm so smart is I am a street kid since 1976. I've been on the street. I learned from the street. You know what learning from the street means is you fail. You keep failing. You fail again. You embarrass yourself. You humiliate yourself. You make every motherfucking mistake known to man. And you keep making it. Until one day, you stop. 
And one day you take notice and one day you take responsibility. And one day you say, well, I'm never going to fucking do that again. And that happened to me. So when I was 18, I was a fucking jerk off. When I was 28, I was pretty fucking dangerous because at 28, I was worth almost $75 million. Okay. In my mid thirties, when the movie came out two for the money and Al Pacino played me and Rene Russo played my wife and Matthew McConaughey played a salesman and the movie was written from a disgruntled employee's standpoint of working for me. I scored out again, but I was still not ready for the success, not ready for the money. And I blew through about 5 million bucks again, 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 again. And then I got robbed by partners again. So you trust no one. Truth be told, trust nobody. Trust nobody. Trust yourself. Work on trusting yourself. Work on being an individual that is trustworthy to yourself. Talk to yourself. That's who you should fucking talk to. Don't talk to experts. Don't talk to psychiatrists. Don't talk to psychologists. Don't use pot and drugs and alcohol and sex and spending money to deal with your problems. Talk to yourself. And that's why meditation and prayer is so critical in life and to be a winning sports gambler. Legit. It's critical that you have prayer and meditation in your life to be a winning sports gambler because otherwise you're a fucking psycho. So you think that you could snort an eight ball or two eight balls and go to Vegas and fuck whores, stay up all night, and then the next day you're going to pick winners. How the fuck is that possible? That's like me saying to you, you got an SAT, and then the night before your SAT or your ACTs or the college board's or your boards to be a lawyer or a doctor or an accountant, the night before you're gonna snort two eight balls, fuck hookers, drink like a pig, wake up fucking hungover, and then you're gonna ace your SATs. You're gonna ace the bar. You're gonna ace the whatever it is to be a doctor. How the fuck's that possible? It's never happening. So again, how do you think you're gonna go to Vegas or on a Friday night before football, Saturday night going to the NFL, Sunday night going to Monday night, you're able to get fucked up and be clear-headed. You're not. Never. Nothing. You're going to get hammered, destroyed like you should. Because opportunity meets preparation. So if you're prepared and you're cold sober and you're straight and you're dealing with it like it's life or death, like it's a business... You might have a prayer of not getting killed. You might have a prayer of hitting above 50%, losing a little, but keeping yourself in the game. But otherwise, you're going to get destroyed. You're going to get smashed. You're going to get crushed. You're going to get buried. And that's the fucking bottom line. You don't want to hear reality from me. I know that. You want me to come on here and say, I got inside information. I got bought and paid for information. I get information from syndicates. I get information from players. I get information from coaches. I'm on the inside of Vegas. These odds makers call me. That doesn't exist. Now, do people in my industry say that? Fuck yes. And let's go back to my industry. My industry is a bunch of whores, liars, thieves, scams. My industry uses fake names. They try to bookmake you. They try to set you up with bookmakers, which is their friends. They use different voices, different names, and it's the same person. After they murder you, they give the name to someone else 
who murders you and someone else who murders you. And then they say, hey, listen, I finally got the right guy. And that's my industry. Now, these people that have these one hour, half hour, two hour radio shows that all they do is sound like a pitch. They want you to call an 800 number. Those people are the worst of the worst of the worst because all they are are con artists. Strictly con artists. Strictly people looking to rob your cash. I mean, there's so many tricks they use. They let you get in for 39 bucks or 99 bucks and then they bump you to another voice. Supposedly the other voice is God. He's Jesus. He's the boss. He's the guy. Where he's not a guy, he's a con artist. He's a scam. He couldn't pick his mother out of 50 million people if she was naked fingering herself with a vibrator and the head of the vibrator looked like Stu Finer. They have no shot to make money, but to make money for you because their job is not to make money for you. Their job is to rob you. Their job is to scam you. Their job is to con you and leave you for dead on the side of the street. Now, have I done this? And embarrassingly, I would say, I personally never did it because I never had the dick and never had the balls. But did I have people work for me in the past that have done this? Absolutely. No two ways about it. In the 80s, where I had 300 salesmen all over the fucking place working for me, motherfucker. I only looked at how much we wrote. The end of the week, we wrote 100,000 and I was making 30,000 a week. The end of the week, we wrote 200,000. I was making $60,000 a week. In the 90s, from 92 to 97, where I blew up so monster big and we were writing 12 million, 14 million, 16 million dollars. Was some of the shit I did holy fuck scary? Absolutely. Absolutely. No two ways about it. There's no issue about it. It happened. Am I proud of it? Fuck no. But at the time, I didn't give a fuck. I was cold as ice. I was looking to make as much money as possible, as quick as possible, because I thought who the fuck I was. But I never actually lost total my integrity. I never gave out both sides of a game, which I would say 80% of my industry does. To give half one side, half another. And that's definitively a fact. That's not supposition. That's a fucking fact. And these people on the radio shows that you call up and you pay them and then they speak to you for about a week and then they send you to a second voice or the boss or another guy and then it goes from 99 to 3,000 and then 3,000 to 30,000 and then 30,000 to 100,000. And then some of these guys are good. They're great salesmen. They should fucking, they're going to be in hell. They start to say, hey, listen, the package is $2 million five. Give me a quarter of a million deposit. You'll owe me $2.25 million, And all the money that I make you will come off the top. And then all they fucking do is rob you. And that's the truth of my industry. So you could say, Stu, wow, is that bleak? Stu, that's pretty fucking grim. And how you can tell who's real. And I'm real. And I'll tell you how you can tell I'm real. Everybody gets the same games. I don't care what you bet. Now, that has not been in the past forever, but sure as fuck, it's the past for two years and it's the past right fucking now. And that's all that counts is fucking now. Because you better be able to rely on my fucking word right now. You're listening to my podcast right fucking now because you're looking for the truth. And I will never fucking lie to you to the day I die. Never! If someone has a game they tell you is worth 
10,000, 50,000, 100,000, a million, two million. Hey, this is a special package, not for you. This is a special package that someone at the round table just died and a slot's open for you. Hang up the phone. Disconnect your phone number. Run away. Because you're getting fucked. You're getting scammed. You're getting conned. Now, the problem with the client yourself is you want to believe what these scumbags are saying. Because if what they are saying is true, you're like, oh my God, I got the keys to the kingdom. Oh my God, I got inside information. Oh my God, this fixed games. Oh my God, this guy knows this guy. This guy knows this guy, this guy. And they name names and they drop names and they drop all sorts of fucking shit. It's a scam. You're being conned. There's no way to regulate the industry. There's no way to regulate where the person even is. They hide in their basement. They're using a fake name, a fake address if you send the money you can't find them ever that's my industry it's unfortunate but that's what it's become so again never pay anybody over the phone on an 800 number never if you hear their, their ads on 30 second 60 second commercials run the fuck away as fast as possible run for the hills never call because what they do is they telematch your phone number then they got your phone number, then they ruin your fucking life. Thank God cell phones are invented because you could see the person and you could block them forever. So thank you, Lord. So that's the reality. Hate to burst a bubble. Hate to fuck anybody that's already paid these scumbag whores cocksuckers in my industry. Tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions. Because you got fucked. You got robbed. You're going to be left for dead on the side of the road. And then... After they fuck you, they're going to say, hey, I'm sorry I fucked you, but listen to this. Joe Blow has a slot open. Joe Blow is 20 and 0. Joe Blow will never, ever lose. Now, when someone says a game's guaranteed, it's not guaranteed. How can you guarantee something that can't be guaranteed? How can you guarantee anything when you're betting on sports? Never, never, never. Now, two years ago, the start to my epic rise, which put me in an epic level, an unprecedented level, was when I guaranteed the Denver Broncos were going to piss on the Carolina Panthers. And they did. And I said it would be way under the total, and it was. And I told you Von Miller was going to win the MVP at 25 to 1, and he did. And I was fucking right. So the next day, I looked like God. But I could have lost that. I guaranteed it. What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? What does that fucking mean? Big deal. One man's opinion. What the fuck does that mean? But again, you as the consumer, you're a sucker because you want to believe what the person's saying. Inherently, you want to believe people are honest. Inherently, you know on your own, you've never won gambling, you never will, you've been destroyed, you're desperate. You are fucking desperate. You're a desperate motherfucker. So when someone's desperate, they believe anything. So my industry takes advantage, preys on people like you, preys on sports gamblers, and they don't care if you're 20 or 80, they'll rob you. They'll rob you. So again, 
commercials on TV, commercials on the radio, half hour, hour shows, they're all scumbags. Every fucking one of them. Every one of them. They're self-serving. They're looking to make money for themselves and they're going to churn and burn. And they're going to double side games and they're going to keep double siding where eventually somebody's 12 and 0 because the other people are 0 and 12. And you're going to say, wow, he's great. Stu, he gave me 12 winners. Well, how about the 90% of the people that fucking got murdered that you don't even know about? The guy's name isn't John Simmons. The guy's name is Propic Baracko. That's his fucking name. You can't find him. You can't check him out. So to be in my industry, 90% of the people, you have to be a con artist. You have to be a great salesman. You have to have no conscience. And that's what my industry is. So be aware of what the fuck you're doing. When you walk into this industry and you pay someone, be fucking aware of what you're getting involved with. You're better off paying an internet site that has a documented record that at least even though you'll see ups and downs, at least you know they're real. Now, I have no idea if their name is real. They could be using a fucking alias because they got no dick. I've used to find them a whole fucking life. That's my name. That's who I am. You could find out where my fucking house is in five minutes. You could knock on the fucking door. You know what I do? I open the fucking door and I say, hi, I'm Stu Fine. Who the fuck are you? Okay, what the fuck do you want? Okay, I'm legally allowed to carry a gun and I'll put a fucking bullet through your head if you fuck with me. And I got security guards all over my fucking place and they'll fucking kill you before you ever get to me. So in other words, I'm not scared. But my point is I'm transparent like a plate of glass. My point is when you pay me, it's me who's giving you the games. Me or my son. And that's fucking it. That's it. My 6988870 number is my private cell. When you call me, I give you the games. I don't pass you off to some jerk off, some baloney, some second, third voice, some guy in Florida, in Vegas, days on the inside. Can't tell you who he is. Can't tell you his name. Just, just make believe. Hey, listen, this is what you gotta do. Make believe that you met me at a race fucking palace and say hey listen this guy I overheard him say that you're a winner so I'm calling come on how fucking stupid can one man one woman be so please I'm trying to educate you I don't give a fuck if you don't pay me I don't care I'm a multi-millionaire whether you pay me or not I'm on cruise control whether you pay me or not because I win more than I lose. And I win more than anybody alive. Does not mean I'm going to win every day, week, month, or even year. Does not mean I'm not going to wipe you the fuck out if you catch me in a bad time. Does not mean I could ever guarantee results. Does not mean it. And I won't say it. All I'll say is, hey, listen. I'm fucking real. I'm Stu Finer. You're not. I've done this for 40 fucking years. In 1984, I rolled out $40,000 in March. I had the first national commercial ever on ESPN for NBA basketball, playoff basketball. My first company was Profit Line Sports. And that's who the fuck I am. I ran half and full page ads in USA Today, rolling out a ton of money. Okay. I owned 200 score phones in 200 different cities. And I used to get almost 13 million calls a year. And in 1998, the internet destroyed me and put me out of business. And that's who I am.
So I went from taking a company public probably for close to $200 million. And in 1998, I was balls broke. I was flat fucking broken. The balls of my fucking ass. The internet shattered me, destroyed me, crushed me. That's who the fuck I am. I went bankrupt over 10 times and woke the fuck up and got off the fucking ground. That's who I am. Because you see, I'm determined. You know why I'm the greatest? You know why I'm the best? Not because I picked the most winners. Not because I can hold my own at 56 to 60% in every sport, every year, no matter fucking what. Because I'm determined. I'm determined that I never give up. And giving up is never an option. I'm the most determined motherfucking man on this planet. And I'll profess right now, I've done the most with the least out of any fucking buddy alive. But I'll tell it to you fucking straight. I'll have you to my house and I'll look you in the fucking eye. I'll tell you, hey sucker, you just paid a million dollars for games? Well, those are no better than mine that I'm charging 5000 for, you stupid bastard. But you were kind. And a lot of people are so stupid, they want to pay the bigger money. They think the more money they pay, the better the information is. I have no idea where that came from. I have no idea how the earth has so many stupid people. Hey, Stu, you're charging $1.99 for the day. This jerk of's charging $3,000. His information's better. No, it's not. You're a stupid fuck. That's not true. The same people that taught you you can win money betting on sports is the same thing in your head that taught you that that's fucking true. Because it's not true. It isn't true. It's not true. It's never been true and it never will be true. Okay? A fair number is a fair number. That's why I don't care. If you call me and say, hi, I'm Floyd Mayweather's best friend. I bet a million a game. I'm not going to charge you more. I'm not charging you more. I'm charging you the same as everybody. And that's the bottom line. And that's how it works. And that's why you know you can rely on me. So people are blown up and they can't even believe. Stu, this is you? Stu, I called you on the phone. This is really Stu Finer? Fuck yes, it is. You know why? Because that's what I do for a living. Because that's who I am. That's why my customer service is second to none. That's why I'm available 19 hours a day. 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Eastern, I'm out of action. I'm fucking my wife, sleeping for a couple of hours, and I'm looking to run the marathon, so now I'm running. Other times I'd be doing weights and slight running. But that's who I am, and that's what I do. Now, again, you want to add the element to me that I'm the funniest fuck alive? Yes, I am. If you want to say I'm the funniest fuck alive, that's definitive. That's a reality statement. That's true. If you want to say I'm a showman, holy fuck, I'm the best. If you want to say that I can hype somebody like no one can hype somebody, and I can get you excited... And my confidence could flow through my body and through the phone and through any media that I run? Fuck yes, that's me. Am I spontaneous? Holy fuck. Do I like to have a good time? Damn straight. And the element of having fun and being a showman and being psycho is part of entertainment. And sports gambling only should be used as entertainment, not a way to make a living, not a way to ever make money. Underline what I just fucking said, you stupid motherfucking bastard. Because you don't want to hear it. It went through one ear and out the other, you stupid fuck. Sports gambling is entertainment. It is not a means to the ends of you earning money. Again, the Stu Finder Golden Rule. Here it is. 
Again, sports gambling is for the rich to lose money. Sports gambling is for the rich who have established themselves to have an amazing time, to have so much fun betting on sports. And if you lose, big fucking deal. And if you win, big fucking deal. There's no difference. It's fun. It's the funnest thing in the world. But when you're betting 10 times, 20 times, 30 times over your head and you get in trouble, well, it's your fault. If you believe anybody in my industry, 99% of the people who are just whores, liars, and thieves, the worst scum in the world, drug addicts, con artists, people who don't have a heart, people whose lives suck, they're horrific people, they've never got help, so they take it out on people robbing them because they feel good. Hey, I made 200000 this year in this industry. Well, you robbed everybody. Congratulations. I made a million. Well, congratulations, you robbed a lot of people and you left them for dead. That's how you made your money. You made your money scamming, whoring, robbing. I pray to God sports gambling goes legal only because I hope our industry is regulated. Regulated. Because then, if these scumbags do that, then they're going to jail. If these scumbags do that, then they're going to be in a jail fucking cell, which is where they belong. So then they'll get out of the industry because they can never pick winners because their business is never, ever about picking winners. It's about robbing you, robbing the client, robbing the individual. And that's the reality. So I'm coming hard at you here because the football season's starting. I don't want you to get robbed. I want you to, with your feet on the ground, say, Stu, thank you for this life lesson. And truth be told, you would be better off never betting in your entire life. You would be better off never betting on sports. And that's true. And I believe that and I know it. But since you people are so fucking stupid and so arrogant and so defiant and so stubborn, you're better served with me than anybody else on this fucking planet. Because I'll tell you like it is. I'll tell you how it is, whether you like it or fucking not. And I charge a fair price. And I'm not here pumping myself. I don't need you as clients. I have too many clients. My phone rings off the hook every day. People text me balls to the walls. I've established myself for free. I don't spend a dollar advertising. I as free Twitter. Watch my Twitter feed. I'm fucking funny. I'm entertaining. Go to my Facebook. I'm fucking entertaining. Go to my Instagram. I'm entertaining. And now, go to my Snapchat. And my Snapchat's second to none. It's the best in the fucking world. And I'll bet it against anybody's. I don't give a fuck who you are. I'm creative. I'm original. And I'm fucking funny. And I run it funny. And do I pick winners? Yeah, well, look. <laughs> look at my record. Go through my Twitter feed the last two years for free. Go through my Facebook last two years for free. Go to my Instagram last two years for free, for free. And then go to my Snapchat and laugh your motherfucking balls off because what I am is an amazing entertainer. But damn straight, I'm the best fucking handicapper alive. I really am. I'm that good because I got the dick to pick the worst fucking team and say, fuck you. I know what the odds maker wants you to do and he ain't gonna fucking con me. So I'm going against him. Okay, he's inflating a line. I'm going to take the opposite. He's going to make the public go one way. I'm going against 600 people are on team A, 30 on team B. I love team B. I don't need to know who's playing. I don't give a fuck the players. Players don't matter. Players mean nothing. 
You could say, Stu, matchups are important. No, they're not. They mean nothing. How about this? Can an any ex-NFL coach, player, executive, trainer, bet anything they want on sports? Absolutely. Roll into Vegas. They'll lose all their fucking money. So if an expert like that has no prayer of winning, if Nevada is not afraid of anyone, then you know no one could win. There's no edge. It's a scam. It's a fucking puffery. It's smoke and mirrors. Sports gambling is made to have fun. So have fun. Let's have fun. And if you win, <laughs> mazel tov. And if you catch somebody that's honest like me, charging a fair price like me, extremely entertaining like me, you laugh your balls off like me, you might fall in love with me, you might really respect me because I'm telling you real shit about life, then it's a home run. Then it's a home run. Because I could teach you how to gamble and survive, but it's not going to be your rules. It's going to be Stu Finer's rules. It's not going to be what you want to bet. It's going to be what I'm telling you to bet. It's not going to be any expectation that you thought. And you're going to say, fuck Stu. That was a little too real for me. Fuck Stu. I really don't want to hear that shit. Stu, sell me a dream. Well, I did in the 80s and 90s, brother, and I sold it better than anybody. I was the best in the industry. Now, do you know something? And this is a fact. Over $200 million a year is written in my industry off of people that I taught and people that have left me and robbed me and went on their own. Now, they could never pick a winner if their life depended upon it. But again, like I said, that's not their business model. Their business model is not to win for you and keep a client forever. Their business model is to rob you for as much money as possible, as quick as possible, and to leave you for fucking dead. And I can't say it any different than that. I really can't. I really fucking can't. And that's the bottom line. And that's the truth of my industry. Does that suck? Probably for you people out there. Because it just, if you believe me, down in your balls, in your soul, if you believe me, I've just crushed your fucking reality. And that's good. And I crushed your fucking jerk off apostolate in your head that you think is a fucking fact. Because that's good. Because, let me tell you something. People that tell you reality that you hate, they're the good people in the world. Because if they tell you what you want to fucking hear, they're useless, those people. Okay? That's the bottom line. I make you uncomfortable because I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you against the grain, against what you've been taught. Because what everybody's been taught is a fucking stone cold lie. Life ain't easy. No shortcuts. None. Never. People suck. People are going to rob you. Trust nobody. No one. Trust yourself. Trust yourself. Don't give your heart to someone. Don't give your money to someone because you're going to get fucked over. And you deserve it. You fucking deserve it. Because the world is fucked up. The world is a bunch of scumbags out there. And the nicer you are, the more you're going to get hurt. And that's really the bottom line. The meek shall inherit the earth. Fuck no. Whoever said that is a fucking jerk off. Because scum run this earth. And that's a bad thing. Good people out there get fucked over every day and twice on Sunday.
Because you want to trust someone. You want to believe. Well, here's the reality. If there's 20 people in your life, 16 of them are full of shit. You got four good people. You think you got 20, you got four. 20%. 80% are full of fucking shit. 80% are self-serving. They tell you what you want to hear, so you think they're your best friends. No, no, they're scumbags. That's not the reality of life. So how I start my day every day, right now, and I'm going to give it to you. And I'm going to be doing a podcast, you know, a lot. I get so many amazing stories about my gambling exploits, my life. The only time I've ever got arrested in my life, and it was by President Donald Trump. All my sports gambling stories, all my craziness with hookers and whores and you just can't fucking believe what I've been through. You just, it, you cannot fucking believe it. I thought I was going to die before 30 because my life was so holy fuck amazing that I, there's no way this can continue. But it didn't. And then at 37, I was almost left for dead. Almost lost my whole family. Almost lost everything I had. Almost lost respect in the world. And once you lose respect, once people lose respect for you, they never give it back to you. And that's the truth. You lose respect, you're dead forever. If your word people can't rely on, you've got nothing. Because all you got in this motherfucking world is your word. That's all you got. And damn straight at 20 and 30 and 40, and maybe even 50, I was not this smart. I was not this smart. And I made every motherfucking mistake possible. I ran through a hundred million dollars. I went to every restaurant in the country. I've gone to almost 20 Super Bowls. Thousands of concerts. Hundreds of sporting events. Game seven in every sport, every month, every week, every year. So I've done it all. There's nothing I haven't done. Nothing. 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 I am not overmatched if I met Gandhi, Jesus, Moses, or the President of the United States. I hold my own. I hold my own with anybody on this motherfucking earth. And that's the truth. So at 56 years old right now, still married to my childhood sweetheart that I took to the prom in 11th grade, that I met March 11th, 1978, and kissed her that night. And March 12th, 1988, we got married. And we have four boys. And now they're trying to be men, which is extremely hard in this world. I have it all. And I've done it all. I worked as a landscaper on a 7.8 acre estate in 7th grade and 8th grade. And I said to myself, if I make any money, I'm buying this place. And I fucking did. I fucking did. I fucking did. With my money. In 1990, I spent a million and a half dollars. And at the time I purchased this house, it was the most expensive house on the market on Long Island. And then to boot, I dumped 800,000 into the house because it was 1,900 square feet. And I made it 4,300 square feet. So I know about dreams coming true. I know about dreams coming true. I know about everything because I failed miserably at everything under the sun 
but I was determined and I got the fuck up. And a couple of times I was low. As low as you can get. And lost all hope. And then somehow the determination in me did not let me kill myself. Did not let me die. And it made me stronger. So again, the cliche, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger is fucking true. Is true. Is true. I'm the most determined man on this fucking planet. I don't take no for an answer. You tell me no, I sell you, fuck you. You tell me I can't do it, I say, not only will I do it, but I'm going to come to your house and fuck your wife and fuck your daughter in front of you, and then you're going to say, wow, Stu, you're right, you can do anything. Because I can. Not because I'm talented, not because I'm smart, because I'm fucking determined. So at 56, I've got a wealth of knowledge. I would like you to really listen to me. I would like to make a positive uplifting spiritual influence on your life. That's who I am. That's who I want to be. That's who I want to be. That's who I am. And that's what I'm going to be. So if you watch my Snapchat, you really get a kick out of me because I'm amazing. I'm fucking unique. I'm fucking funny. If you watch my Instagram or Facebook, you go on there, my Twitter, I'm fucking funny. I'm funny, I'm entertaining because I'm in the entertainment business. I'm not in the business of you quit your job and you start betting sports. But make no mistake about it, I'm the best there is at what I do. I pick more winners than anybody alive. And again, let's hear the parameters, 56 to 60%. That's the best in the world. It's the best in the world. It's the best in the world. It's the best in the fucking world. That's an overall record. And that's the bottom line. And that's real. So we've run about an hour so far. I'm going to run a little longer than I thought here. I wanted to keep it about an hour. Let's go a little longer. First of all, I start my day by saying this. And I pray. And I say, please God, give me the strength to be abstinent from my compulsive overeating my gambling, my drug addiction, my sexual behavior, my abusive language, my compulsive spending, and my selfishness. Please lift my difficulties and my character defects so I can work the program of recovery one day at a time. I'm very grateful to you, God, and I'm grateful for the program of recovery you've given me. I'm grateful for the abstinence you've given me, God, and I humble myself and thank you. I pray for Sandy, Sean, Alex, Ryan, John Allen, and my father, Howie. I pray you bless them all with peace, serenity, loving kindness, and good health. I pray I could be a better husband, a better father, a better son, one day at a time. I pray for all my friends, I pray for my enemies, and I especially pray for my family. I pray you bless them all with peace, serenity, loving kindness, and good health. God, grant me the serenity 
to accept the things I cannot change. The courage to change the things I can. And the wisdom to know the difference. Thy will, not mine, be done. Amen. Let's end on that note. Let's wrap it up there. You got a lot fucking more to come. But here's the fucking bottom line. I don't give a flying fuck if you like what I say or not. I don't give a fuck if you don't listen to me. I don't give a fuck if you don't like reality. But I'm going to ram it down your motherfucking throat. And if you want to hear the real deal, if you want to hear fucking reality, if you want to hear the truth, I'm the truth. Because I'm Stu Fighter! You're fucking not!